A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. We have to understand God rightly to know him intimately. It is the gospel that orients my thinking on every other issue. You can know if you're trusting in Jesus that every single atom in this universe is working for your good. That's why I'm sticking with Jesus. Not because he always does what I want him to do. I'm sticking with Jesus because I just haven't found any better alternative. You know who I feel like we never talk about? Tinchy Strider, man. I feel like he's contributing. Strider's legend. Have you seen his stuff recently? I feel like he really contributed to music. music. He's about to release some Shining Headshots. He started, like, tweeting again. Oh, really? really? I wonder why he went. Because he was actually... Was he not inside? He was not inside. He thought... Did he say... We're doing what? We're doing what? Did they tell you he was inside? That's a genuine question. What kind of criminal would Tinchy Strider be? But he's releasing Starting Hood... Yeah, um, he started, he started oh, that would sell quite well. Yeah, I'd yeah. buy that. I'd actually buy it. Yeah, that was. I'd buy that to the gym. Yeah, he was big. He was not. He also was not a very good rapper. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. But, but an artist. He yeah, was he was a good artist. Yeah. yeah, he was a good artist. But I feel like it's given Jeremy merch yeah. vibe. Yeah, they're very similar. Capturing the moment. Yeah, similar. Yeah, I guess. Memorabilia. Yes. Very similar. And he was big. He was charting. He was one of the few that was charting. He was charting. He got like five or six number ones. I think maybe less. Three he or four number well. ones. Him, he him, him, Tiny, and, and Tiny and Dubs. and Dubs. Yeah, that's why he doesn't do music. He's got all the money. Yeah. Good okay, are we ready? Good to yes. go, man. Yeah. Guys, we're talking about dating and relationships. So Is it? Everybody jump. Thankfully, we're with a relationship expert. I don't talk so about dating. We're good. Did you say relationship expert? What? <laughs> no, also, Christine, we're gonna. Do you mind us? Are you single? Relationship? Do you mind us delving into your? Oh my day! Nothing too crazy, and of course, if we delve into yours, then we've got to delve into mine and Zoe. So let's not delve in. Okay, cool. Okay. But you, you don't mind saying your status, or you do? You can... <laughs> <laughs> he's getting married. Say, she's not married, so she's single. Okay, yeah, she's so single. She's single. Okay, single to marry. That could be. That could mean anything. That could mean anything. Okay, go, 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 go. Um, have we um, Dapa, are you recording? Have you started recording? Yeah. 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 It's red, yeah. Oh, right, we have to recording. Okay, cool. Yeah, I uh, waiting for us, bro. He's chilling. <laughs> so, like, when are these guys started? When are these guys started? Just trying to write JMU and Tiggy Strider. What a podcast. Black Burial, season five, episode 10. In the studio again. And I'm with a very, very special guest. Before I introduce her, I'm also going to introduce. Joey, oh, wait, Femi Essex. I said Joey. <laughs> Femi Essex. <laughs> Femi Essex, that's my Femi name. Essex. My, I'm going to use my Instagram name. Oh, what, what, why? Femi Uncle Essex. Femmes. Nah, Femi Essex, man. I think Uncle Femmes is very apt. You've been Uncle Femmes for years. I know, but I'm an Essex boy now. I'm not, I'm Essex no, boy. bro. A13. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Femi Essex. I'm also with Zoe. Zoe, how are you? Okay. Your third time on this season, we really appreciate that. Jeez, veteran, recurring guest, and we are, and we're also joined with. Wait, sorry, quick question: Who's been on the podcast more, Zoe or Edgem? Edgem's going to listen to this and, and disturb you. If you're if you're friends with Israel on socials, you know why he's not here. Yeah. And Edgem's busy, but he's going to be back soon. He's going to be back soon. So busy next episode, ministry. he's going to be back. Um, what were you saying to me? Okay, anyway. And then we're joined with a influencer. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to, what else to call you. Entrepreneur. Social commentator, entrepreneur. Event manager. Event manager. Ever, no, not event, wow. event founder. Event founder, promoter. <laughs> we are joined with Christine, also known as I Am Crow. Christine, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yes. Are you happy with how we've introduced you? Is there anything we're missing? You guys have done too much. 
I don't really think it's too much. You're I think, missing I, one thing. I, 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 oh, oh, what is the one thing? Was that a lawyer? Oh, yeah, sorry, lawyer, homeowner. Homeowner. Christian. Woman of God. W-O-G. Oh, that is so funny. But how are you? How I'm are good. You? I'm good. I mean, how, how have you been? How are things? Tired. Yeah? been ill this week, but I'm all Oh, no. Today's is the it? first time I'm stepping out in a week. Oh, wow. Oh, you didn't go to Carnival? Wait, oh, no. Sorry. No. Christians don't go to Carnival. I was at Carnival. Not even that, you know. That's not just not my vibe. Don't oh. engage I was at Carnival. her. What? I was at the God Corner. <laughs> Does that still happen? <laughs> God Corner. First of all, God Corner is underrated. Go into all of Does it still happen? Oh, I'm yeah, sure it's still happening. I, I saw one guy with a placard in yeah. the video. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it generally still happens? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure God Corner still happens. Oh, sure. Yeah. God Corner still happens. Hey, shout out God Corner. It was um, the guy that started it um, came to preach at our church. What's my man's name? Oh, so bad. He's uh, one of the preachers at Ecclesia. Oh, and um, uh, Pastor Rob. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the guys that started it. I think. Yeah, because he used to be in like a rap group mm. back in the day, I believe. Yeah, he preached at our church. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be quiet. So how are you? <laughs> are you sick as well? No, you're so no. No, good? I'm actually fine. Okay. Surprisingly, I'm actually fine. Oh, thank God. But guys, we had we wanted to you, talk Mary? about. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks I'm for good. asking. Yeah, um, we wanted to talk about dating and relationships because um, I don't know. I feel like we haven't spoken about relationships in, in a minute, um, and I think. As we're getting older, I think the conversations are getting a lot more nuanced. I think when I was younger, it felt like Christian dating topics was always about girls need to be, I don't know, saucier. Guys don't have any game. People still say that. People say both of those things. Yeah, that hasn't gone away. We're we're getting a bit older, isn't it? Or it's stuff like, I don't know, um, if your girlfriend is here and your and your boys are here, who's sitting in the front or who's paying? Are you paying on the first date? <laughs> that's not even a Christian debate. That's, that's just, just, that's just, just uh, he's paying like, for the first day. Should men lead in courtship? Like how, I'm just thinking oh, about yeah, like, yeah, yeah, typical yeah, conversations yeah, that we yeah. have around dating and relationships. And so many. A lot of us are now. Well, I'm not married, but a lot of my friends are are more married than they were five years ago. That doesn't more make any married. sense, but you know what I mean. They're <laughs> married. People are getting married. <laughs> Um, more than we were five, ten years ago. So it feels like things are coming to life. So, I mean, Christine, you have an organisation called Black Pain and your tagline is bringing black Christians together. Jeez. Like, what, what is the genesis of that? Like, what made you want to create an, an organisation um, like that? Okay, so during uni, mm. um, I was just thinking about, like, ideas. And I spoke to one of my friends at the time. He's like, nah, I'm not sure it would work, you know. So maybe it won't work. But then after uni, I was involved in quite a few like Christian circles. So I've done, like I always say, I've lived many lives. Mm. So mm-hmm. I've done um, like articles, magazines. Yeah, you, you still write, no? Sometimes mm. time. On. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in the, my past life, I was doing a lot of stuff for different people. Mm. And a lot of it centered around relationships. So yeah. I was always speaking to people about relationships, speaking to women, men, Christian men, Christian women. And... Um, <laughs> It was Christian women who were like to me, yeah, there aren't enough, like, you know, black men in the church. Like, how am I going to find a babe? Um, And so I just thought, okay, why not create, like, a brand that will pull, like, all the Christians together? So it doesn't matter what church you go to, there's an event, you can all come together. And you're outside of, like, the Christian or the, not Christian, you're outside the churchy environment. And it's just less pressure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how Blagape was birthed, and it's been fun. It's been really fun. Um, putting events running? together. So I'm gonna say end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Jeez. Mm. But it's then. Jeez. But then obviously the pandemic happened. Yeah. yeah. So everything kind of slowed down. Um. So now we're back in full force. 
Um, had a couple of events last year. We're having our first event this year on the 16th of September. Sold out, sold, sold out, out, sold out, sold so, out. No, it should be it should be fun. Um, it should be very fun. Yeah, Christians, black Christians in a room is always very, mm. very fun. So I have to ask, what's the guy to go ratio at your sold out event? So the thing is, right, I'm not concentrating on ratios anymore. Yeah, mm. I heard that. So before I used to, and it used to drive me crazy because mm. I would be sliding in men's DMs like, guys, can you come <laughs> to my event? You have to even flirt, like just small, small flirting just to get like them to come. I'm, I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired of doing that. So, um, yeah, I feel like with men, there's more. You have to give them more of an incentive to come. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've done that for like how long? But I was just like, you know what? I don't really care about the ratios anymore. Um, what I care about is putting on a good event, yeah. yeah. Um, making sure people have a good time, and yeah, whoever meets meets, and whoever doesn't doesn't. But I think one thing that made me kind of discard ratios is there was a guy who DM'd me, and he was like, "I came to your event, you know, to support you, but I left with friends, as in like bros." Mm. And so he's gone on to do like music stuff with them oh, that's so and, cool. and all this stuff. So I was just like, you know what? That's really cool. Mm. You know, he came to support, quote, unquote, support, <laughs> as men say. But um, he left there with, like, good male friends. And I think that's an achievement in itself as well. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next one. It should be very fun. We've got a um, blind date element to it. And then we're mm. going to be introducing some debates. Because I think this will probably be the last blind date show-ish for a while i want to kind of introduce like debates mm. into the mix um and yeah just get voices in the room and yeah. hear what people have to say about like the christian dating scene mm. so when did you start like writing articles um i mean i was born a writer man mm. <laughs> that book's coming Speak out soon. It, it? it actually is <laughs> that book deal's been signed right <laughs> that book deal's been signed um, no but i was born a writer but no i i've been writing all my life Mm. I think I started writing for Christian stuff. Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe like 2017. Got you. Because the reason why I asked that is because I think the first time I came across you was on your Twitter page. You know, you've got a, a bit of a large following and you, you're just very confident in in saying what's on your mind and, and yeah. throwing things out there for kind of a debate thing. And yeah, one of the yeah. things, you I, one of the tweets you said last week, we'll definitely get into it. But like in terms of where you've been like, writing and engaging in like, black Christian dating or Christian dating in general, like over the years, what has been things that you've noticed or like big takeaways in um, um, in relationship dating hmm. context? I think big takeaways are we need more men to lead with intention. I think that's probably one of the biggest takeaways. Mm. You say um, live with intention. Lead, lead, lead. lead. Yeah, lead with intention. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways. And also another huge takeaway is that I think we over we over egg this process like I think mm. we overdo it in our quest to be you know right we want to make sure that we find the right person the right man the right woman I think we overdo it like it's overkill mm. at this point um you know people some people are looking for the one some people are waiting for God to send them a sign some people are it's just too much mm. I just think sometimes um just simplify the process you know it's not yeah like like i always say there are so many right ones mm. 
but there, there is a wrong one. Wow, Christine said so there's not such right thing as a soulmate. Nah, no, so man. There's so many right ones, right? There's no just, thing as, an, as the and one. I just feel like I just feel like if people dived in a bit more, um, yeah, like you just have more fulfilled relationships. I feel. Mm. Yeah, but in but, terms of writing. I think there was one article that kind of went viral. Christian Brothers. Actually, there are a few articles that went viral. Mm, Christine said I'm popular. You know, there are a few. But no, two at the top of my head, Christian Brothers with No Game. Mm, that one went viral. Yeah, I, I think that's actually, the first that was the thing one, yeah. I read. That was the first one I think that went proper viral. I remember even being like at a restaurant and there were two girls in front of me and they were talking about the article because someone sent it to them in their oh, WhatsApp group. Sick. <laughs> and scary. I was like, wait. Sorry, are you guys talking about my article? And they were like, oh my gosh, you wrote it. I was like, yeah. So that was quite cool. Mm, that's mm. it. And then um, the holy and horny one, mm. that one as well. Those two, top of my head, were like oh, definitely conversation starters. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I wonder if we can break this down, gender specific. So challenges for men in dating, relationship, and then challenges for women. So challenges for men, let's, let's kind of discuss that first. Is, is the idea that... Christian brothers have no game. Is that something that's still um, believed and discussed? I think it's still prevalent, yeah. When you say game, what do you mean? Because I've, I've, it's always fascinated me when people have said that. I'm like, is I it not just talking? I think by game, people are just talking about... Um, confidence? Confidence, talking, you know, having some personality. And also, like, the process of attracting someone. Mm. Yeah. And, like, trying to... Yeah, and I think sometimes, again, going back to the we overthink it, I think sometimes in our quest to be seen as perfect, we might not be coming across properly. Um, so I think with men, like maybe in the quest to be seen as like intentional, mm. in the quest to be seen as like, you know, a leader or whatever it is, um, you might not be coming across in the best way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just have fun with it. Not too much fun, but have fun. <laughs> <laughs> what other challenges? I mean, Femi, you're married, but what other challenges for men do you think you see in the dating scene in 2023? That's a good question. Um, Big sign. <laughs> he said, oh, <laughs> too much my choice. Brother. My brother. That Ooh. is exactly wow, that's, Christine. That's, you read was, my mind. That's what I was going to So, 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 that's so funny because that's perceived that, choice. Yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. reading my mind. <laughs> you're actually reading my mind. I wrote an article. So literally, <laughs> so li li literally, what my exact words were, which Christine literally started my mouth was, I don't even think it's choice. I do think there's a perception of choice yeah, with guy with guys in the church because yeah, the ratio of guys to girls is huge. I mean, huge in the favour of, yeah. of off, yeah, as in there's mm. more girls than guys. And I think sometimes, not all guys, but I do think sometimes when you get the like the, the less committal guys or the less intentional guys, I think sometimes, I think there's a lot of cases where guys might struggle in dating. I don't, I, don't, I think sim simplifying it to not having game or even the choice thing is too, um, is too minimalistic. Like there's a broad reason, but I think there's broad reasons, but I do think one of the reasons why guys are, slow to commit is yeah perception of choice and like the idea that you feel like because you have so much choice you can take your time in choosing the right one or the perfect one um um so i think that, i think that's one of the one of the struggles um i think a lot of the struggles that christian guys might face with dating isn't too dissimilar to you know secular guys or mm. sorry worldly guys with dating um i don't i don't think there's too many um, dissimilarities um, between the two. Um, I think perception of choice might be one. I think just the dating game in general. I, maybe I'm a bit too far removed from it. Um, and a lot of my male friends are not single. Like I have, 
was thinking about this other day. I have one close guy friend <laughs> that's that's single. Like all of my guy friends are either married or engaged. <laughs> so yeah, like, well. so it, so I think I'm actually a little bit far removed. I, obviously, I'm getting older as well, so I'm a little, I'm a bit more far removed from the single life for mm. myself. But even in my friends, so I don't even know if I'm in the right place to to talk about. But with the few single guy friends I have, yeah, I, I think those are some of the issues um, that come about. But I don't know. I don't know if it's as much of an issue with guys than it is for women, and I think that's because of the ratio. Because there's so many more women and so, a lack of men in church. I think most eligible Christian men that want to be married end up married. Yeah. <laughs> like facts. So it's one of the ones where I don't know if it's a as much of a struggle. You get some that are like, but I, I do think the guys that I hear complaining about the dating scene that are Christians. I look. I give them side eye a little bit, a little bit because, I, I, yeah. On, on the whole, like on the whole, I don't. Five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I, on the whole, in the whole, if you really want to find a good woman to marry, you you find her. Like you, you will. Like I think it's it's less about the women. If you're if you're out here saying, oh, it's so do it. And again, we spoke about this last week, like with the whole red pill and um, like the man, the, like the Andrew Tates of the world. And like, if that's your influence. Mm then yeah, you might say, oh, there's no good women. I can't find someone that's, you know, going to take me, see, all that stuff. If you're, if you're buying into that, then maybe you might apply that to the church as well. Yeah. But I think that would be very unfair to a lot of um, very good Christian women. Um, so yeah, I think for them, again, for the most part, I think if a guy is eligible uh, and has a desire to be intentional at marriage, they'll find a wife. Um, the other side is, yeah, if we're being super, super real, and I even say this when um, people bring the whole brothers with no game thing, a lot of guys are just not desirable to these women. Like, and that sounds harsh, right? <laughs> but sometimes you see a guy that just from a, like, yeah, from a um, superficial sense may not be as desirable to these women. And and, we, and women will be sitting sit there and say, oh, there's not enough guys in the church that are single. But I see guys in the church. The Christian brothers I, right behind I, I see them. I see them. They're there. So like, I can, honestly, I can think of the top of my head, guys that I know, and I'm being real, I'll never say their names or I'll never even point up and bail them out there, but I can think of guys that I know that are single that are just not the typical type of guy that a lot of Christian women will go for. So they're there though. <laughs> so when you when you get the women that are saying there's no Christian single but guys, but they're there, but they're just not. And that's not, I'm not, I'm not here saying that girls and women should just be like, oh, just settle for, no, I'm not, I'm not even saying that, but I'm just saying we have to be real about the fact that just because they don't fit this um, whatever desire, um, typical like desire, desirability. desirability that yeah they they exist, but a lot of the time they're just not they don't fit that mold of what a lot of women are looking for. Mm. I think it's interesting when you said um, that there are some men who you know they have this perceived interest, perceived, perceived choice. choice. Yeah, I think if you ask those men right why they haven't settled down, a lot of them will say, "Oh, it's because um, you guys." overestimate how good Christian women are, man. Like there aren't yeah. that many who are, you know, who are serious that good, them. who are yeah. serious about their faith. And mm. the, I'm like, really? I don't buy into that. I yeah, don't buy it yeah, at all. Yeah, but a lot of them, that will be their response. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, you guys overestimate this thing. You know, there's not that many, there's not that many Christian, you know, yeah. girls. I will, I will say to that, I will say to that, I don't buy that as a whole. I think most guys that, again, I'll say again, most guys that are eligible, are intentional, um, and want to get married and are desirable in some kind of extent, we'll kind of find a, find a good woman. Um, I will say that that sometimes the racial thing is over-egged in a sense that, 
this is gonna sound a bit mad. Go on. There's a lot. <laughs> there, there's some truth to that. Not, uh-huh. not in, not in. Not, so not in the sense that it stops them from from finding a good woman. Because I think, yeah, if you if you're intentional about, it, you'll find a good woman, mm. right? But I think there is an element of just because there's ten, the ratio is one to ten, let's say, or one to seven. Does because a lot, <laughs> a lot of women are in church, but. <laughs> that, 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 that one, don't do that. That one, don't do that. Like, I want to understand <laughs> what you're saying. Are you what saying are you there's, to say? there's a lot of women in church? Okay, okay, correct, correct. You keep saying good women as well. So like, I didn't. Wait, no, wait, I don't. Wait. I didn't say good women. No, 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 what are you trying to say? Good. Just be free. So it's a safe space. A safe space. I'm trying to find. A, I'm trying to find the words to say it. Oh, too. What's that? They're not serious. I'm not like trying to judge anyone's Christian. That's what I'm trying to do. But. Okay, what I want to try and say is just because there are more women in church, that doesn't mean that there are more, there's always that racial of faithful people. Okay, Because like, oh, yeah. I, I, I do think there's a lot of women in church. I do think there's a lot of women in church. And I will say a lot of the time, of course, this is a super general, generalization, but a lot of the time when guys are in church of their own accord, so it's not their wife bringing them, it's not their mum bringing them, it's not their auntie they're, bringing they're, them. They're more faithful. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of the time. Uh. <laughs> so, as in, I've seen on many occasions there are women at church that are, there's just women in church. I'm trying to find a way to say you know it. What, yeah, I don't I know look, what you're saying. The I reason why I've been I'm, around, yeah. I've been around the game too long to know. I know what he's saying. He's trying to say that. How? I'm not trying to judge but anyone's walk with God. I'm not trying to judge anyone. What he's trying to say, guys, is that oh my dear, there are a lot of women in church who aren't necessarily Christian. They're Christian by culture okay. or by you know they, they they warm the seats kind of thing, but in terms of their actual walk, they're not there. But they're in church, though. And he's saying that with men, though, when you find men in church, they're actually serious men in church. Okay. That's a super generalisation. But am I... But you're you're summarising what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, you are. But even though I'm aware that that's a super generalisation as well. But I mean, that if, is if that is the I'm case, saying. then that is a valid reason to pause. But it's still not enough to say... You can't find someone. Yeah, you can't yeah, find yeah, yeah, someone. No, not um, I also wonder with guys, if, if there's a affair that they're not always really able to admit about the pressure that some men put on themselves to have like a house and have yeah, these yeah. things. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Before yeah, they get yeah, married. Yeah. That's, and then, a, that's a big point. And yeah. then some of them also have this whole idea of, of the pressure of, of being a leader, being mm-hmm, a husband, mm-hmm. being kind of chiefly accountable yeah. that... They're just so afraid that they delay. And mm-hmm. I've, I've met, like, I've met guys who told me, you know, you know, if, if I have a good marriage, then, you know, we're going to have good children and in a good church community and, you know, people are going to get saved. And I'm like, why are you put so, so much? It's a lot of pressure. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. And then now they're looking for some, uh, so if, if they meet a woman and everything is 90%, 80% good, the one thing that, that is not mm-hmm. positive is like the worst thing in the yeah, world. Yeah. And it's like, bro, why wouldn't this grace? God will keep you tight. But so I think there is a lot of things. There's a lot of fear that guys won't admit. Sorry, can I add one more fear? What's up? That I have to be real with as well. I think a, a lot, and this is not good. And it's a conversation I've had with so many people and will continue to have, but a lot of the time, um, women are out earning men financially mm. as well. And I, I do I do think that plays a part in male insecurity in terms of what they bring to bring to the table. A, mm. lot, a lot of the time. Again, not in every single case, um, but a lot of the time that affects so where you hear a guy say, oh, I need to get my stuff together, um, or I need to make sure I've got um 
this sorted, I've got a house sorted, I've got a car, whatever, whatever. Um, and you're meeting, you know, women that have got everything sorted, like they've got their own place, they've got blah, 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 mm. and they're out. Uh, that can be, especially if you're talking about like, oh, you know, you want to be leaders, you want, mm. you know, like all that stuff that affects, I'm not even saying it's right or wrong. I do think, we, we should have had this conversation last week as opposed to this week, but I do think, um, unfortunately, a lot of um, male self-value comes from what we do, yeah. how much we earn. Mm. Um, that's, that's where a lot of our value is. And I think that's unfortunate yeah. um, because again, yeah, if you meet a woman or even another guy and they, and they, and they, um, they, they um, have more than of that than you, automatically you feel less. Like, I'm not... A lot of the time as a guy, you don't feel accomplished because you're gentle or like you're kind mm -hmm. or you're good with children mm. or you're, you know, you're, you're patient or you serve. That, those aren't the things that generally give you value. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel, you might get praised for it, but it's not something that gives you value for a lot of guys anyway. So um, if they feel like they're not able to either match, you know, uh, um, what another a, a woman's doing um, of someone that might be interested in that might put them off not all the time because there's always always exceptions to the rule but I know I'm aware I've met guys um, that I felt that way that felt like oh mm. I can't I can't even blah, blah, blah. or even if they do they, there's the insecurities kind of flare up and stuff like yeah. that um, so yeah sorry I've spoken bare but um, heard, yeah that's that, that's what but I feel like women have the same fears though like you know there's a pressure to you know, will I be able to fulfill this role as a wife, for mm -hmm. example? Um, do I have all the godly characteristics, for example? I think there's, there's, in as much as men feel pressure, I think women as well feel a lot of pressure. And I think that's why it's important to get men and women in the room so you can hear each other's sides. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can actually understand where the other person is coming from, which is why I plug in Black Pay. I was going to say, shout out Black Which is why we're going to be introducing debates into mm. it because I feel like it's good just to hear, like just to hear what the other side has to say. So you leave the room thinking, do you know what? I understand. Like yeah. I get it, you know, as opposed to having like all these preconceptions mm. about men this women that etc etc yeah um, because a lot of that men this women that have seeped has seeped into the church in a crazy way mm. so um yeah i think it's important just to kind of break those strongholds yeah because sometimes when you talk about dating relationships singles whatever it feels like there's a lot of gender wars yeah. and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one person's trying to one-up the other person and it's like no you actually yeah. want to be able to listen and learn from each other which yeah. is way more way more important zoe do you have any other challenges that you think men face or Presently in the dating scene, I don't know. Just be thinking. I'm thinking on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I actually thought about this before. I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything that hasn't been said. Okay. Um, nothing that comes to mind. Okay. Should we do challenges for women? I think a big challenge for women. Uh, do you have one? No, I thought you just asked that. Don't worry. Go. Ahead. Oh, you do you have a one for for women? Go first. <laughs> okay. One thing I think for women is biological clock. Mm. Um. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. I'm in my early 30s and I meet a lot of women and they just tell me I don't even want to get I don't even care about the guy I just want kids and I'm like Please, and that's not my guy. that's not my belief at all because I love kids but I, I need to have a husband I'm really yeah. sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. um but for a lot of women um maybe have maybe never envisioned they'll be single into their early 30s or late 20s yeah. and now being met with you know of course some women have fibroids some people have um medical history which is quite concerning for them and they're starting to think wow there's actually no guys, quote unquote. So does this actually mean that I'm not going to have children? Does this mean I'm going to get married late? Complications with me getting married late, having kids, blah, blah, blah. And I think for a lot of women, that means that, unfortunately, I've seen women in their desire to get married settle mm. with some, the red flags are just all over him. Mm. Like he walked in the room and 
This red flag. This red flag. Like, he just opened his mouth and just and you're like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even consider this guy five years ago, mm. but because you're now, you know, where you are now, you're you're like, no, he just he doesn't go to church, but like he, he's always when I'm praying, he's fine and like he's spiritual. He asks me if I'm okay with you know, and I'm like, what? Or like, does he know the gospel? Oh yeah, I think so. Like he grew up in a church, and I'm like, he doesn't swear, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> and it's just alarm bells, but because of the pressure of mm. wanting to be married, um. A lot of women are thinking about their biological clock, and I think that that is a, a challenge that I I think I see a lot of women having. Um, I think there's other things as well. I I think women, of course, not like we've got two guys in the room. They're married. The three girls in the room are, are single, and I think a lot of my Christian guys are married. Like a lot of my Christian male friends are married, um, whereas a lot of my Christian female friends aren't married, and it feels like. It's just reminding me of like the deficiency in single ministries and equipping people in how to be single in a way that honors the Lord. And a lot of people just haven't caused the, you know, get married, get married, courtship, mm-hmm. dating, dating, dating has been so strong. We haven't actually had time to equip people to, to honor the Lord yeah, in singleness. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's a challenge for men and women. Um, any other challenges? Uh, I think a big fear for a lot of women is um, marrying someone that ends up Mm. Dangerous, violent, abusive, mm. adulterous, etc., etc. And I think that because um, uh, those kind of things, maybe violence is depending on which culture you're in is is less so in our culture, but stuff like adultery, stuff like that, or like men, all men cheat, that kind of attitude, mm. um, or that kind of those kind of assumptions. Sorry, people kind of make us like oh let's be honest nothing's gonna happen um which i think perhaps our generation is really seeing a bit more yeah but i think it puts people in a position where you can have a really strong desire to be with someone but there's so much anxiety about not even just the one is marrying the right person like if you believe in like that but also marrying someone that seems like the right person and then they change Mm. you can't you can't it's the lack of control. You have to yeah. actually trust God. I think that could be very anxiety-provoking. Mm. Um, but just that harm, the harm that... Marrying someone that's harmful, that harms you. Mm. Christine, have you heard, like, you know, Christian women are really picky and they oh, just need yeah, to humble themselves and just yeah. settle down? You know, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I've heard that's that. The reason, that's why you're, the reason why you're single, Mary, is because you got your list is too long. And, like, How if you just remove... My list, I could actually tell me your list. Guys, let me tell Go you. On. My list, but my, can I my, my hold list my is fantastic. Can I hold my hands up? I might Mary's be able to do it off air, but I think my, my list is fantastic. I'm so sorry. Is it long? My list is, yeah, hold on, I've got it here. Uh, it may the be like, I think I've heard you say your list before. 10 or 11. I've heard this list. Include the name of the guy. 10 or 11. No, it doesn't. Are you crazy? Is it not? Yeah, so stupid. But yeah, so people tell me that, like, you know, you're, you know, you're picky. Wait, are we not hearing no, this? No, hold on, sorry. Is your list long? My list you don't is not have to that read crazy. It out, but is it how many? No, look, how many attributes? attributes? This is. My, can you see the notes? Okay, it's not that long. Yeah, and it's, it's a bit long. And if I read it to you, bro, I've got words like kind and forbearing on my list. Not everyone. Forbearing. Like, come on, it's not even. But people say, hey, the reason why you're single, sis, is because your standards are too high, and you're looking yeah, for this, right. and you're looking that's for crazy. that. And yeah, like, I do hear that a lot, to be honest. And I think. Um, one I've thing. definitely said that, by the way. Yeah, you, uh, yeah you've 100% said that. <laughs> 100%. God forgive you. God knows my heart. You've 100% said it to me. God, I hope you did. I think you've 100% said it to me. God knows my heart. <laughs> but, you know, I think sometimes... No, I know what I said to you. <laughs> I know what I said to you. Well, no, you finish, okay. you finish. Um, do you know what? I think sometimes there is truth to it. I think mm-hmm. sometimes... 
But then again, like I said, I hear so many things from different angles, right? So I actually do think men are as picky as women. Facts. Like Christian men are as picky as Christian women, to be very, very honest. You are? Oh, yeah. I think sometimes more. I think, yeah, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, sometimes. I think, and I think Christian women give, well, women generally, let's not even say Christian women, women generally give men a lot of chances, right? So, yeah. whereas I feel like on the flip side, if you do one thing, red flag, one tiny amber flag, you're, he's like, no, 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 I don't know if I can take that, you know. Whereas women, I feel like I'm more lenient. Yes, their list might be longer, but once they actually like feel as though this is the person, mm. they will extend so much grace. Women yeah. ignore their list a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 so they do. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think on the whole, um, I think um, both Christian men and Christian women are very picky. Yes, but I have heard a lot of people say that Maybe if Christian women were less picky, but I don't think you should be less picky. What I do think is that you should try to recalibrate your expectations. Mm. And by that, I mean, like, look for character mm. as opposed to... Aesthetics. As, as opposed to aesthetics. Now, don't go, you know, crazy and be like... No, hey, what's crazy? Five it doesn't free. have to be... It's five for free crazy. If no, five is not attracted to you, then don't... Be attracted to the guy. Yeah, like, but there should be a base attraction, 100%. I would never say that you should remove attraction from your list. There should yeah. be a base attraction. But I do think that like focusing on character is good too. Um but yeah, not necessarily yeah, I have heard that them say Christian women are picky yeah. but yeah, I've definitely said it. So I think and, it's needed to be picky sometimes. So yeah, what do you No, I've said it in ways where I probably was wrong in saying okay. it. So but my heart my heart behind it, because I can I can admit that I've probably said it, maybe not in those words like, oh you're too picky, but um I've said something along those lines. But my heart behind it, which you, you could even question my heart behind it, but a lot of time I do have like a lot of Christ, Christian female friends, right? And I want to see them get married. So when I hear I think I'm aware, because number one, I actually think Again, generalization. I think guys are more picky than girls a lot of the time. And that's because of the perceived choice. I think if they felt like they had less choice, they'd be less picky. Yeah, less picky. With women, there is just less choice because yeah. of the ratio. There isn't there isn't like there's no it's not object it's not subjective. Like the just the ratio, no matter what I said earlier about, you know, where how faithful they are, it doesn't matter. There's, there just is more women in church than there are men. That's just facts, right? So because I am aware of that, sometimes when my when um my female friends will come and say, oh, I want this, I want that, I want that. Then the nature of me, and again, it comes from a good place. It's not like I'm trying to put her down, put them down. But my nature is like, oh, I want to see you get married. I want to see you find that, a person. That list that you're showing, I don't know that guy. I've never met that guy. <laughs> like, like I've never met this person. Like, you've got all this list. I'm talking about the extreme examples, not everyone's list. But there are some extreme examples of lists that I've seen. I was like, I am not sure if that guy exists. And if that guy does exist, you're already narrowing the pool, the pool that is already super, super small. And that's not her fault, mm. um, but the pool's already small. So when you've when you're got a list that's that specific, a lot of the time, that guy doesn't have resist, is already married, or maybe might not even be interested in you, right? Mm. Uh, and, and those are realities. Now, is it my place to go and tell her that? No. And that's why I've had to challenge myself. Like sometimes, sometimes, especially as a guy, sometimes it's not, even though I know my heart behind it is to try and like, encourage or to try and say, look, maybe open up. I know, I know in my heart, that's probably, I'm, I'm probably not the best place to say that. But I do think guys and girls should um, be op more open. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't always think, and again, open doesn't mean settling, but I think when you're strict on, I, what I used to say to Christine was, Christine back in the day, used to have that, this whole bearded, um, what was your thing? To be fair, that's still my list. You <laughs> and that's still this, yeah, so bearded. Um, God answers prayers. I can't, remember, I can't remember what else you said. But I used, to, I used to say, I used to say like, oh, but, 
that's cool. But if you meet a guy that has so many other things but doesn't have that, would you be open to it? So it's not it's not so much having an ideal desire, but are you open to like yeah, things? I especially think, when it's a yeah. state. Especially when it's a state. So like, obviously the most common one, tall height, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. it needs to be this height. Cause that's the one I always challenge. That's what I got. And I'm six foot seven. So like me fighting <laughs> over height and, and saying that, oh, you should be more open to a height. It's not because I feel insecure about my height, but I'm also aware that people are people. Like if someone's five foot 10, are you going to ignore him? Cause he's met someone like six foot one. Like what's the difference? What, what's two inches? Yeah. Like when you come down, like what, what is that? And you, again, you're placing value on a human being based on how tall they are. It's not for me. I, I just don't, I, I, it doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't sit well with me. But um, I think even when I've done it, and I think I have made mistakes because I don't think it's, I don't think it's nice to hear, Oh, you're being too picky or and it, where, however I say it, it's going to sound like I'm saying that you need to settle, which is obviously not my intention, but I understand how that might come across. But I, I do think, like Christine said, I think you do get to a point where not necessarily you have to change your list, but yeah, you have to realise what's important. And I think guys and girls need to look at whatever they're looking at and say, okay, what is actually important? Oh, a, lot of those, a lot of the things I thought were important when I was in my early 20s aren't as important, even as, when I'm 36, especially when you get married. <laughs> like A lot of the things that you think about, like, oh my gosh, if she didn't have that on a list, no, nah, I'm not going... And then she might have had that and it means nothing. When you're married, it means absolutely nothing. I've yeah. said this to my guys all the time. All the things that you're looking for when they go, yeah? When you're married, when you're in the trenches, <laughs> when you're dealing with real issues a lot of those things that you were like this is a this is a non-negotiable this is a deal breaker mate it doesn't mean anything mm. so I, I just think people and yeah I think people should be aware of that um, with their list I say that with my last thing with, with a caveat my last thing would be like if you are willing to stick with all of your list and you'll say I'm not going to budge that's also in your own like that's good on you like if you if you don't want to budge if you don't want to budge don't budge go as a provider huh? no I think you should budge I think I think if I'm being real, when it comes to Christian women, I do think that like, like Femi said, I don't think your list should be as specific. I think what's important, how I say it is there's a triangle, right? Mm. So attraction, um, maybe good job, Christianity, right? Mm. Those are the three things that are actually like very important, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the attraction part doesn't have to be like Morris Chestnut. As long as you are attracted to him, in the sense that, you know, you look at him and you want to kiss him or you look at him and you have a desire for him. I think that's a base attraction. I think that's what you should go on. It doesn't have to be like David Beckham walks into the room or... Not or David Beckham. Oh, that's, you know, that kind of that's another thing. That's, you don't want to like, talk about race. Base, don't race I think it. base attraction <laughs> is very important. I think that should be on your list. But base attraction is not like extremely like, you know, you don't have to put like the most aesthetically pleasing man on your list have a base attraction and then work on like things like the character because i remember when um where did i go i went to this event yeah and then i was speaking to a few women in the room and there was like two men who were like six four in the room that was the man that those were two men that every woman <laughs> in the course. room wanted to go for of course like it's given protection marry, it's given it's given leave it's given shadow it's given security marry, we're not all gonna marry six four like that's just the real and also that's not even the average height you mm. know so I think average is like 5'11 yeah so I think you know don't go for six four maybe Might put down you know 5'11 you know, you know, bring the bring the height list down a bit not saying go to the extreme and put 5'3 or anything but do you know what since you said that your, one of your friends, um, one of your uh, female friends, sorry, showed you, but shared her list with you, and you're mm -hmm. like, this guy doesn't exist. That's actually really sad. Because I don't know any 
I've not spoken to a guy that's told me he's this, that I don't know. And girls. <laughs> and so I'm, not I think that's super, I'm not even talking about superficial guys. I'm talking about guys who are speaking about character. I can tell you 13 girls now. But it depends on what Yeah, but it depends on the attraction. What's though. the list? He, he yeah, 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 the, the, the list wasn't about character. Yeah, the, the list was, 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 it wasn't about character. Praying pray for three Trust hours me, a day. It wasn't, it okay, wasn't about fair, character. Fair, 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 fair. So, but yeah. I feel like the reality... Okay, fair. Maybe I'm responding to something else. No, no, yeah. but I hear what you're saying, though. Because I, I do think... Especially because we, we can't ignore the Christian element or the fact that there isn't a lot of Christian guys in church in it. Mm. Because, yeah, I'm not surprised that you would see a guy's list and you find that 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 woman. Multiple. In multiple, because I just think... Any looks there. Any yeah. type. Yeah. yeah. Country, the, natural race. hair. There's know, sometimes when I hear men talk about stuff, it sounds like they want an angel and that person doesn't exist. I think we're all dealing with like ideals. And they like want to marry the exist. baddest babe in the world. I think you guys talk to different guys, you know. Huh? Or they, they don't. I've like heard some men like want you. Christian baddies, and I'm just like, hold on, Christian and baddie. But I've heard As women say they want Christian thugs. <laughs> say that reform thugs. No, I've heard reform thugs. I've never heard that. Sorry. No, you've never I heard reform thugs. Christian, just get out of jail. People say that because I've just never heard. I've heard. I've known someone that said it. I know someone personally. I think what they please. I think I know someone personally. I will tell her to go and sit down. It comes back to what we're saying in the beginning, though. So I mean, the idea or the notion that there's an appeal that men who are thugs or confident, spontaneous, worldly. <laughs> that's another cha- that's another challenge though and that's that's the importance of community because yeah. i think i think there is a sense even with christian dating and i've and I've, I've, I've been in circles and conversations where it feels like we are letting worldliness creep in and i think our focus has to be um the scriptures you know what is christ saying on marriage and dating because god has a view of it and i think it's very easy to say you know i'm looking for a christian baddie or a reformed thug and you're wondering oh is this actually are we are we praising or are we are we glorifying things that the world is or are we actually trying to push up and promote things that, that the Bible promotes? I think something else is really, really, um, sorry, Zoe, to interrupt you. I think something else is really um, something we just don't talk about much. I think that a lot of the times when a Christian guy or Christian girl do like each other mm. or whatever, then they start like asking themselves those questions, those really important questions. Mm. And they find that actually they don't, they don't believe the same thing. Yeah. I think mm. that is a serious issue. That is a, that's a serious issue. So for example, like, I don't know, it's going to be funny to you, Femi, but um, let's say you meet a guy and you guys have completely different ideas on what submission means, mm. like mm. completely different. And if one of you has to budge, but if none of you are budging, then you're going to go your separate ways, right? Yeah. Or, I don't know. Submission is probably the biggest topic yeah. I can think of. Yeah, I mean, but I've, yeah, I've like, had examples of like guys who say they don't want their wives to work, and yeah, I know exactly. so girls I who are like they want to work. Thing. That's a that's another. And they're both bringing thing. scriptural yeah. arguments, like oh no, women should be at home, and they're like, mm, God has actually given freedom for women to work, and and yeah, yeah. That, so I think that's another major thing: mm. actual doctrinal differences. Like when you actually do find that you you know you like each other or whatever, you want to pursue things together, then you find that you actually have really stark doctoral yeah and if one person's not gonna compromise then the relationship kind of falls through so that's another thing another big thing i remember sorry so you wanted to say something so you say it because i don't mean to forget what you want to say so i remember when i still used to use twitter i barely use it now but um uncle fem's on twitter uncle fem's on twitter uncle fem's on Instagram. i assume to be femi essex uh, um that's definitely taken by the way <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. femi underscore essex yeah um 
What's I gonna say? It's not our fault. Yeah, I remember I put something on Twitter years ago now talking about um I can't remember exactly, but I was asking people, I think I was asking women about that idea of, you know, being more like um or being part of more like charismatic or like Pentecostal churches. Mm. Would you be open to dating a more conservative guy in terms of church? Mm-hmm. Um and I remember one person was like Oh, I couldn't date. I couldn't date like some. Uh, I can't remember the wording. Like it was so long, so years, so many years ago now. But I, I can't remember the wording I used. But um, she was basically saying she couldn't date someone that was in that part of a more conservative church mm. because she was talking about like things like speaking in tongues and all that stuff. She, are they really fooling the Holy Spirit? Blah blah blah. blah. She said no, she couldn't. Like, if he if he wasn't Pentecostal, sorry for who I'm referencing. Those, those are probably weren't the exact words, but the the heart behind what she was saying was like um, if she was if he wasn't. Um, like Pentecostal or charismatic, I, I couldn't, like I mm. couldn't be with that guy. And I've also spoken to guys like, cause like for example, my church is more, again, I use the word conservative very loosely, but like um, more conservative church, some people might say like reformed or whatever, but I'm not really into, but it's a more conserved, conservative church, right? And they've dated girls or tried to date girls that were part of more like charismatic churches and they really struggled. Like the girls really struggled in the church. And one example, the guy just ended up leaving um, my church which is fine like I don't even think that's necessary but I think because he wanted to make his wife, now wife feel comfortable and feel happy so they, they try to find a happy medium which is I actually respect that decision um, but I do think so it, the reason why I ask the question because you do find a lot more guys in those type of churches I mm. think well from my experience when I've gone to those less charismatic less Pentecostal churches I've seen more men that's just facts and that could be just my experience maybe maybe that's not everyone's experience but my experience is I've seen more men in those surroundings than I've seen in those those churches so I, I think that's why I pose the question as in the, the women that are saying there's no men in church um are, church which church? <laughs> yeah, and I and not only which church are you open into? I guess leaning into because I I, a lot of those things aren't even doctrinal. Like yeah. a lot of times, it's just I, if I'm, I'm if I'm honest, it's not even that. It's like styles of worship. Like sometimes it's like people have come to my church specifically and said I just don't like the worship and I can't I can't I can't be in a church where they're not singing in in this kind of way like verbatim. That's what people have said. Mm. Um, so yeah, and I, and I wouldn't even say that's like a that's not a doctrinal issue. That's not a I feel like there's expressions of faith that can be very hard to. Sorry, expressions of belief that can sound the same, but it's expressed very differently. Mm -hmm. And therefore it can be very hard to do, to do actually do life together because it's like, I don't live like this. I don't live like Mm -hmm. this. You know, I I can't even think of an example right now, but just, I can imagine that being quite, I definitely think it's something that needs considering, but people can make their decisions either way. Mm. But I think on the maybe on the flip side, I think what can be dangerous is not dangerous isn't the right word. I think it's just a reality of meeting people and stuff like that. Is assuming that we have the same beliefs and even talking mm-hmm. about it, and it sounds like we do, mm-hmm. but when you see how things actually play out when yeah. like real life happens, you realise, oh okay, we actually have different well, values. Yeah. Yeah. This person values family, this person mm-hmm. doesn't. But but as believers, you might agree on the statement family is important. Mm. But the re- what that looks like, like in your life yeah, 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 can yeah. be different in a way that doesn't matter too much or different in a way that, that does. you have a horrible marriage. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to triage as well, depending on... I think it's interesting <laughs> because of um, the fact that a lot of people are doing online dating. Um, mm. So you're not meeting him potentially... Even if you meet him at Blagathe, for example, you actually don't know anything about him. You don't know what he's... his 
doctrinal beliefs mm-hmm. are. You don't know. Well. You don't know anything. You don't yeah, even know if it's a Christian. So when you ask, when you start to ask questions, you're like, okay, cool. You understand the you got you understand the gospel, repentance, faith. Okay, what are your beliefs about? The Bible, mm. what are your beliefs about worship? What are your beliefs about? And you kind of go through like the secondary and tertiary issues. And it's for me, if I met a guy and he primarily like understood the gospel, prized the Bible, you know, understood the importance of, of church, church community, all of that type of stuff, you know, thumbs up. And then secondary would be more where I'm like, mm, okay, like what kind of, are we going to the same church? Mm. Are we going to different churches? Like, okay, we could probably live in the same church. Okay, cool. That's another thing. But if if we're already kind of divided in like the secondary issues and it's like, oh, maybe not. And I've, I've spoken to people that are like, yeah, these are, these are the pastors I listen to. And this is, you know, when we, when I get married, this is where I want to go. And I'm like, not for me, but yeah. all the best. Um, but I think that's super- so it's a lot. I think it's a lot. I think that's why this whole Christian dating um, debate d- debates are a lot because there are just so many different ways yeah. you can go. Like mm. there's so many ways you can slice the pie. But that's why I do think that simplifying things, like does it really matter if he's reformed and you are Pentecostal? Like in the grand scheme of things, does that actually matter? Mm. Ask yourself that real question. Does it really matter if, you know, you guys, he has one complementarian view and you have like another view. Like, does that actually matter? Is there a way that you guys can actually come together and agree? Does he speak something? in tongues but you don't speak in tongues? Yeah, does it, that, my thing is, does it actually matter? But I feel like we've made these issues way bigger than they need to be. Mm. Um, and sometimes I just feel like God's looking at us like, rah, I didn't even tell you guys to make it so difficult for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, yeah. Just get together yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I really, really do feel like we make it so difficult when really and truly, you know, marriage is all about coming together and agreeing. Um, and you can find ways to agree on multiple things. Mm. You know, there's such thing as compromise, you know, and yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I really do feel like we over. We, we definitely over complicate it, but I have to say quickly, mm. <laughs> Christine, you're right off. But it's like many examples. I do think it's important to like ask what church that person goes yeah, to yeah, and yeah, what I they believe. That's the first. That's the first. Because there's a amount of times where, and I, I do it way more now than I've ever done it. Like if one of my, again, I don't have many male single friends at the moment, but like if a female friend comes up to me and says, oh, I'm thinking, I'm seeing this guy. Even and he says he's a Christian. I'm asking what church oh, he goes yeah, to. Sure. Well, I, like, that's one of my first questions. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. What church does he go to? Because yeah. if she says something, I'm just going to, I'm going to say, okay, ask further questions. Even yeah. if like they said, I've had a few times, my wife, my pastor's wife came up to me, um, about a couple months ago, and she was like, oh, Femi, I heard you used to be Seventh-day Adventist. Um, one of my friends is dating a Seventh-day Adventist. Like, what do you think? And we sat down for time just talking about it because she just waited to, like, know. And I've had that a couple times now. Because, again, if you don't know, you're right, Christina sends, like, in the grand scheme of things, a lot of teams, things you can agree on or come to some kind of compromise on. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of things we can. Um, but there are some things, like... Uh, yeah, there are some things. There are some things where... Like, the room is shaking. Yeah. There are some things you can't, especially yeah. if, like, two people are very prideful and yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. budging. They're not budging. Yeah, yeah. they're not budging. Yeah. It's also helpful to know your... To, to just be self-aware and... Yourself. I feel like that can be hard, though, because it can make you very much like, I need to marry someone that meets all my needs and yeah. stuff like that. But I think that the concept of being more self-aware can help you to actually separate what do I technically think needs to be on the tick box versus what do I actually, what actually matters to me. Yeah. So I use myself as an example. For me, I don't have the English for it in terms of this doctrine you must believe, but for me, one thing that is, I believe to be essential for me as a person, 
<laughs> you need to have a similar view of suffering. And by mm. suffering, I mean what, how God relates to it or the fact that, at least the view that I have, that God is completely sovereign over it, for example, mm. which can be very, very, very... Two people can have the Holy Spirit and have completely different views different of that, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. For me, that is something that's really important to, to uh, quote-unquote agree on and have a similar view on because yeah. of the practical implications. implications if awful. something terrible happens and there's, you know, there's a loss... Of, of any kind or you know something really bad happens i need to trust that this person is trusting god's sovereignty or has that i'm not saying that having a doctrine means that you always live it out mm. but i think for example if somebody um on one side might believe that suffering and evil is is like god is not sorry one person might say god is completely sovereign over it and blah blah, blah and someone else might say actually i think it comes from the devil mm the implications of that belief can be really big when you are suffering and you're suffering as a couple and there can be blame and there can be, so yeah. that obviously is just one thing but for me it's like it's not so much technically what are these doctrines that's that a uh, pentecostal person or reform person have to have to take off but more like what actually matters to me like what do i what would i find distressing but if you what met bring me if you met a guy that did have a different belief on suffering would you would you red flag it or would you be like, oh, I'm open to have that conversation? And yeah. like, I'd be open to have it because I think for me to even know it needs a conversation. Yeah, okay. I think there's so many things that I've probably said and summarised in a way that don't actually reflect to what I, don't yes. fully reflect what I say. So I feel like, I mean, a red, like, shut it off flag is like, you're not Christian. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, like, I, I want to know what you mean when yeah, you say yeah, that. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's talk about Job. How do you mm. see that? Because people's views evolve as Christians. Yeah, exactly. anyway. so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a shut off thing. Yeah. Or, like, how do you view the Bible? Like, do you see it as... It, it might seem like just a topic, but actually, like, I need you to believe that this is the only authoritative word, word of God. Because that has, that has actually implications. Oh, yeah, sure. That's, I yeah, think that's, that's a primary That's a primary thing. I think that's a primary thing. Yeah. It might not be for everybody. Yeah, no, because I agree. Someone else might be like, I ha because I have that conviction, I know it's true. It's not going to bother me. Someone else doesn't have that conviction. It'll bother me all. If, if, your guy, <laughs> if your guy had to go to the prophet before you made any decision, are you okay with that? Like, if he, if he, if he was like, oh, I need that's to go to my pastor. To if, I need to go, if I need to go to my pastor yeah, no, before we make any decision or like, because... I don't know. I think if I was to zoom out, yeah, there's a value I appreciate there, which I I might not appreciate how it's expressed, but mm. that's because of my own theological beliefs. But I really love the value of submission. Okay. Sub I don't know. So submission. Value. I don't submission. know if he'll value it in practice. You know, every decision he's going every to. No, no, no. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I, don't, I wouldn't value that expression of. I don't. It's not the expression. Like it's the heart that behind it. It's the heart behind yeah, it. I heard that. Fair. There's I something that. beautiful I find about somebody who's submissive to God. If that's what you think it looks like, me, we can't, we can't agree that that's what it must look like. Mm. But I, I appreciate. I think I'm actually. So it's a conversation. That I like have no head. Yeah. That one, I don't think that's a conversation still. When you say you have no me, head, you mean you're not like, no one that you're submitting to, or yeah, no one like, on actual head. Someone that's like a god, not a god to themselves. Someone that's not. Like a they law have, to themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah they I don't need to yeah. don't check with nobody. Ah, that thing really frightens me. You know? No, okay. like, just and imagine dating someone. Like, have you told anyone about us? Oh, no. Ah. It's like, <laughs> how, <laughs> I like to know how... Is that a red flag, though? That's so a red flag. I think for me, if I was talking to someone for a couple like, months... seriously? Yeah, like, like you were talking about just about to enter a relationship and you've oh. told no one. Sorry, sorry. Because okay, I'd love to know you guys' opinion. I saw a TikTok the other day 
with some girl, but she was young though, so whatever. But she was like, oh, she was. She said she advises all of her like her young female friends to not like to not to tell them to not tell their other friends about their boyfriend or if they're dating someone. Like you don't tell your female friends right. up until a certain point. Is that why? Why is that? What was the? Context? I mean, her, her, her context was. Is it anxiety? Or? She was like, yeah. oh, because you can't trust them. You don't know. I was like, what kind of friends do you have? Yeah, your friends hate you. <laughs> your friends hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people take it too seriously. Like, there's nothing wrong with, oh, I've seen this guy. Oh, it's not, well, not going to happen. That's fine. Like, we just yeah. move on. Next guy type what? thing. That your one that you said about... Um, Hasn't told anybody. My own of that is, is, how do you make decisions or what's your process of making decisions? Because I just... Again, I don't even know if this is, like, because of a Christian. I wonder how much this is just me. But I just find it scary if someone just makes... Like making decisions in isolation, like who's in your world? People do that with dating a lot, though. Especially if you, I find that's quite concerning for me. I don't think it's even. I don't think I'm even thinking in the context of like a red flag, but I just it makes me anxious. Mm. Yeah, I'd be a bit worried. Yeah, I'd be a bit worried. Acting up, who do I go to? Yeah, because if I know you've got friends, whether it's male or female, that hold you. Maybe it's about accountability that hold you accountable that you do life with. Then I know that someone's pulling up. Yeah, but if you're just a lo- like you just live in the sky. That really makes me. Like- no, I, I don't know. I think that's like- overegging it. Do you think? I get what you. I think that's overegging it. Yeah. It I depends on the example. example. Of complication. Like, what do you mean? Adding complication to it. I think that like because I know I'll hear a lot of women say, "Oh, because he doesn't have um, friends that I can um, talk to, I'm gonna red flag him." No, why? Oh no, I'm, no, no, I'm no, not no, saying I that. Don't think- oh, sorry. I don't think that's what I was. I'm more saying that if I get the sense that somebody generally, so it might not even just be in relation to dating. But they tend to make decisions. It's like their process of making decisions. They consult them and themselves. That's the only person that's consulted. Then I, I'm concerned. Because it depends on the type of decision, though, I think. If it's a severe, let's say it's a big decision. Okay, a big decision that involves other people outside of themselves. Yeah. Then, well, yeah, of course, that would make sense. But if it's a decision that only involves you, you might not feel the need to tell I anyone. think this is a thing where it's like, I can... I... I don't, I wouldn't say it's like a spiritual problem necessarily. Maybe lack of submission, that's spiritual. This one, I think is more of a personality thing. Okay. I, that I think type of thing right. makes me anxious. I think, I think when I was dating, early, when I was younger and I was dating, I used to be, um, I had to like learn how to like not be quite isolated when it comes to dating specifically. Like I would date someone and I might not tell, or like people would know that I'm dating someone maybe, but um. I'm not like giving any detail. Like I'm not asking for advice. I'm not like I'm not doing any of that. Um, I learned that's when I made the most mistakes in dating. And when, when I was just trusted in myself, and I wasn't like I didn't have people I was accountable to. I that's when I was like the worst. Like uh, in terms of not like I was doing crazy things, but I was definitely making a lot of mistakes. I don't think I was doing things that were honouring to God in my in my relationships a lot. So I, I do think that's super important. Now is it is it um uh is it a necessity? Like you have to. I would, I would, I would, I would, that might be yeah, going too far because people are different and people, the way, the way people um, have relationships with people is different. Some people just not, aren't able to do that. To are, do that. Yeah, yeah, aren't I able to do that. Yeah. And that's something that they might, I had to grow in it. So I had to grow into a place where oh, actually, you know, I've got a bunch of really good, close guy friends that are Christian. I'm thankful to God every day that I have all, all my close guy friends are Christian, right? Um, and that's a blessing. So um, I can't, I can't just have those guys that I trust and I know want the best for me and not 
involve them in my decision making or not involve them in okay I'm having this issue with the person I'm dating or with anything I'm and I don't involve them uh, I'm not accountable to them in any way I think that would be unwise of me um, so and but I had to grow to that point mm-hmm. so if the person I was dating met me at a point where I was more like just do it on my own and then red flagged me off it yeah, that that, that might be unfair just because yeah it's just not as easy for everyone. No, but that happens. But in an ideal well. situation, what, what Zoe's saying is, what Zoe's asking for is ideal. Yeah, no, of course, what Zoe's yeah. asking for is ideal. But I think everyone always asks for the ideal, right? No one's going to ask for anything less than your ideal. Yeah. But I think sometimes in this dating scene, like you have to apply wisdom and grace. You know, everyone's going to be in the exact spot that you are. Yeah. In terms of like your mentality. You might yeah. have that mentality of he needs to have an accountability partner. But what if he doesn't at that time? Get an accountability you know, partner, then come gonna, back to see me. You're not going to be like, <laughs> I, I, know, I know women who would be like, he doesn't have an accountability partner. Wait, by the way, I've never had an accountability. I don't even yeah, know that. Is. I've never called some of my accountability. I think by that, I have friends. I think by that, we need yeah, a, circle, yeah, a circle. Yeah, like a circle of friends. I can hear some women being like, yeah, he doesn't have an accountability partner. Yeah, that's that's a red flag. That's, that's a red flag. Like, relax. Like, I don't think it even means that someone's a bad person. No, it just means that I'm going to be anxious around you. They're not for me. That's fine, but I think that... They're not for me. And that's fine, but I just feel like... I feel like it's just another example of like maybe us just doing too much i think sometimes use wisdom and meet people where they are okay. sometimes, sometimes not in every circumstance sometimes please. but sometimes use wisdom and, and you know meet people where sometimes they you are. need to leave them where they are sometimes, yeah sometimes you need to leave, leave them, them. <laughs> pray for them 100 sometimes yeah. you need to leave them from you know way afar from you mm. but then sometimes i do feel like Meet them where they are. And I'm not saying meet unbelievers where they are. That's not what I'm saying. We're not talking about unbelievers. I'm not, saying, in this I'm not talking about unbelievers. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but you can pray for them. No, no, no. no, they no, no. Might I'm find not talking about unbelievers. Oh, Leave sorry. unbelievers where they are. Please. But I'm talking about. I'm talking about like. But it's your witness that will bring it. No, no. no. I'm, to- I'm talking about. I'm talking about like actual Christian people who are you know striving, who want to yeah. work out their salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, I think, in some circumstances meet them where they are and build from there. Like no man is a, what's it called? Island. No no man is an island. Rome wasn't built in a day, all that kind of stuff. But mm. I think it does take discernment and that's what we should be praying for in this scene. Like so just, dis- just to be discerning because yeah, just use wisdom in all things. Ask a lot of questions, use wisdom. Pray. And communicate the things that, are, that you might find. Concerning. Concerning. Yeah. So yeah. You can actually absolutely. Learn about and be like, oh, I'm that's actually not concerning. Yeah. Absolutely. Or I'm just different. Like, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, the same person. Oh, you'll yeah, definitely yeah. find that. Yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah, there are so many like people are so different. Christian people are so, so different, different yeah. to each other. So I think it is important to just open your mouth. If there is a concern and say, oh, do you know what? You said this last week. I just want to understand more of what you meant by that. Mm. Have that conversation and then see if it is something that you should discard or if it's something that you can actually like work through. I've got um, two questions. We'll see if we can do this quickly because I don't know how long we've been recording yeah, we've for. Chatting. We've been chatting. Um, <laughs> How can married couples help single people or people who are dating quickly? Um, and then the last one, just dropping water bottles. Just help them. Okay. Help them. I, I, I mean, I'm not being shady, but a lot of my married couples see me and like, okay, how can I get you married? And they just start going on it. What about this brother? What about this guy? And I'm like, when you were single, you, you didn't want him. But now I have to take him. <laughs> 
like I think everything so married funny. people want to do is just fix you. Okay. And this and it's like that's funny. There's other things you could. There's other display. ways you can help me than than just getting me married. Like, I think married people look at single people and think the worst thing about them is that they're single. I just have to get them married. Even the aunties. Oh, aunties. Let's leave the aunties. Let's leave it to what aunties are never going to change. So yeah, how do you think? As quickly as we can, how do you think married people can help single people? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and be quick, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's super helpful. Like looking, and I'm, I've been guilty of it. Um, I was talking about this like not too long ago <laughs> about like the few single friends I have, especially the guys. A part of, if I'm real myself, a part of my desire for them to get married is almost like joining the club. <laughs> like it's yeah, like, oh yeah, come join me. So it's like, come, come on, like we're come married. Like, come, come join us. And that's not like the right heart to have behind like one in my, I do want to see my, my single friends married because I, I know it's also a blessing. Like it's a, such mm-hmm. an amazing thing to be married. Of course, I know not everyone's gonna be married. That's not everyone's calling, all that stuff. But I also know it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Like I actually desire for my friends to get married, right? Mm-hmm. Um, female, male, whatever. Like I, I desire it because I know it, especially when you find a good person and you're, you know, you're not, yeah. A good marriage, <laughs> not like uh, you're settling or going for what any any Tom Dick and Harry. But um, so yeah, so I know in my heart, my friends, I desire, I desire, I want them to get married. But I'm also aware of exactly what you just said, Mary. Just like them being single is not like a curse. It's not mm. like oh my gosh, like I need there's something wrong with you. You need to um, need to. I do that. I, I think I've been more guilty of doing that with my guys. I, ne- I never do that with my female friends, but with my guy friends, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, come on, fix up. Like mm. girl, we spoke about this last week. Um, like like come on, like um, get married, kind of thing. So I, I I try I try not to do that as much as I used to. Um, but I do I do I. I guess the best way I think married couples can help is just be open, honest. Be don't be the married friend. Yes, I think you can. You know, I think there's examples of like showing them what married life is like, talking about the blessings of marriage, talking about the negatives of marriage, talking about your experience. And a lot of single people like to hear that from married people. Like, oh, how did you find your wife? Like, where did you meet her? Blah 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 blah. And it's all about that. And it can be a bit of a like. Um, I don't know, we, we glorify it, right? We glorify mm. that whole process. And sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's just being a, like, I, I'm not your married friend. I am Femi. I'm just your friend, right? Mm. I also happen to be married. And I don't have to treat you differently now that I am married. Like, we're, don't I don't have to relate. To yeah, I don't have to relate to you as my single friend. I don't have to do that. Yes, live life with me, you know, be with me as I am married. Like, And you are going to, by, by virtue of you being in close... Um, relation with me you're going to see you're going to witness my marriage you're going to see the, the highs and lows just by 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 you being by the proximity of you to me but at the same time you're just you're just another person like you're just my friend you're not my single friend you're just my friend so i think why not glorifying marriage not making it the being not making me being married the most important thing and not making them being single the most important thing. Like, mm. it's just, it just isn't. So I think that's um, one way um, we can pay people. We can be encouraging. I'm not against also trying to set people up. I've tried it a couple of times. I set uh, you up, by the way. Unsuccessfully. Just putting it out there. It's debatable. Just that's putting the, it that's out debatable. there that Black of Hay actually set. I knew you was going to say that at some point. I was surprised it took just, me so just, long. Uh, do you know what? I was surprised it, it took me so mind, long. But I was like, ah, I, I thought it was going to drop a long time ago. Christine, technically, technically, technically. I love it. I love it. That's why I need to come to Black of Hay. It wasn't Black of Hay. You were set. Why do you keep... Okay, okay. Actually, no, let me not do that. Let me not do that. It was Black of Hay. It was Black of Hay. So single people yeah, but, what but can they do quickly but, um, oh. so yeah so yeah that, that was it yeah that was yeah. it um so yeah just um i can't remember what my summary was but yeah like, just yeah treat treat yes oh that's what i was gonna say so yeah 
Treat them just like they like you are. You don't, I, I don't want to glorify marriage. I don't want to glorify or put down singleness. Um, but also, you know, married couples. Yeah, if you have single friends, there's no harm in trying to set people up as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think we should stray away from that as well. And people should be open to being set up. I don't think that's a, per se a negative thing. But that shouldn't be the focus. And we should do, we should spend less time like um, dividing ourselves on the fact that this person's single and that person married. Yeah. Hope that. Hope that was the question. I don't know. Okay, you guys don't have anything to say. So I'm going to go to the next question. So I remember the pandemic, coming out of pandemic um, and seeing people hearing married couples and being like, are y'all together type thing? <laughs> um, and just and seeing it a lot more than I had in previous years. Like when I was younger, of course I knew of couples that separated, but it was weird seeing it in similar age to me or people that I actually... Not not many degrees of separation. Um, and then just, I even remember at times, like, people telling me, no, just pray for them, pray for them. I'm just like, they don't need my prayers. And they're like, no, 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 no pray for them. And I'm like, hey, America was always asking for prayer. But then actually seeing separation and divorce. Um, and yeah, like, what do you guys think about that? The fact that, you know, um, divorce rates are not rising, but it's, it does feel like divorce is, is more palpable, if that's, if that's a word to say. Um, and what do you guys think about, yeah, is marriage all that it's cracked up to be? You know, Christians really... Christians more than non-believers speak about marriage. And I understand why we do, because it's a direct reflection of the gospel. Um, but yeah, is it all that it's cracked up to be? Um, from what some of my, my married friends say, not for me. Not for me. But from what some of my other married friends say, it doesn't sound like it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not lying to you. There's a meme. I know there's a TikTok video, and it's one of my favorite videos about like asking married couples how marriage, and they're like, it's a war, yeah. it's it a fight, like, it's a battle. It you have doesn't to, sound like, like how's your marriage? Oh, pray for me, man. Like, ah, like everything is just. Are you happy? Like yeah. everything is a fight. Everything is a. I get out of bed in the morning. And I just have to to make sure I survive today. And I'm like, are you guys happy? Like, why do you guys get married? Like, and then I'm yeah. thinking, bro, is this what you want me to enter? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it is um, all that it's cracked up to be. And I think that's why probably it's really important to have a good foundation. Mm. Um, because maybe a lot of the... I think the people that you hear say these things, sometimes you have to go back to how they actually met, like their foundation. And you'll yeah. see that something actually wasn't quite right there. Yeah. But they decided to pursue their marriage anyway. Mm. Yeah. So I think it is so important to make sure your foundation is correct. Yeah. Um. Because you don't want to be it, like you know, one of those married couples in a few years' time telling people, "Yeah, I don't know if I should have got married." You know, mm. that's what a lot of people, you know, say. Like, "Oh yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I should have done X, Y, Z." So yeah, just yeah, get your foundation right so that you're not one of those people in a few years who say those kind of things. Because yeah, some of the things I hear, I'm like, yeah, it's deep, it's deep. Zoe, yeah, I think it's definitely. I think it's definitely kind of a sad thing to experience in terms of like you, you maybe it's just I, sometimes I'm like how, are we just growing up and we realize oh like this is actually what it looks like for people to be separated and divorced but maybe we've been you know it just feels it feels so like prevalent and I don't know if it actually is or we're just seeing it with our generation or whatever so I think yeah. it's a sad experience sad um and yeah, I guess it's all marriage. Is marriage all it's cracked up to be? I don't know. I've just heard. It depends on what you expect it to be. I've heard mm. so many different expectations of what it is, and so 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it can be very discouraging, though, to be like, oh, like, do I actually want to enter this room? Given how serious it is, how difficult it can be, how long it can go, is this actually something I want to enter with the risk? And it mm. is risky. Um, just like life is risky, you know. But I think one thing I hold on to, there's an older lady in our church that speaks to me. She says, she hates the whole, like, marriage is hard, marriage is white. She's like, I get what people saying, but she, she absolutely hates it. And she, she always said when describing her marriage that life is hard, but the marriage wasn't hard necessarily. Mm. So they went through hard things, mm. they, but they, it's, like, it's like work is hard, mm. life is hard, church is hard. Like, but it doesn't have to mean that there's something about marriage that is, that is intrinsically mm. hard or scary. So that's something that <clears throat> I've kept it like in my mind when I'm thinking about this, because that's an example of something that would make me try to stay clear of marriage is the anxiety about like this can just can go so left but that that thought helps me like, yeah that's that good mind. yeah and i think also when you even after i'm making the jokes but i think you meet people in the seasons they're in as well so like i just i may have just stumbled upon a tough season for you guys but when i circle back with you in three months time you're fine like you're doing well and i, and I think of course marriage is marriage is tough because it requires like I think of the idea of like your your spouse being your closest neighbor and you having to love your neighbor yeah. and then also because you're a sinner, them being like the first hand of your sinfulness and seeing your selfishness, your pridefulness, and that of course that person is also a sinner. So you're just you're butting heads, but of course hoping you know you guys loving the Lord and wanting to repent, you know, strive to be better spouses to one another. That's just a cycle of you guys getting better and better as time goes along especially when you're thinking about your your commitment to the lord and, and just how the gospel um should renew your view and how you how you think about serving your partner um so every day is every day shouldn't be hard in your marriage um and and yet and the more people i speak to you know who've been married for a year or 10 years or 20 years they they can speak way more of good times than yeah. bad times. Yeah, and that's oh, how it should be. I and think. that's how it should I be. And, should I, be. and I think yeah. even when they think about the bad times, they actually see it as a way of of being refined and the how the Lord like used that. Yeah. yeah, how the Lord used that as a way to expose their sinfulness yeah, and and or you know their their cowardice or you know not being able to communicate or, or resolve conflict well or, or just being stubborn. So yeah, the more married people I speak to, they say no, marriage is beautiful. Um, but yeah. marriage is exposing because too Sorry, often, <laughs> you know, I, I got married and, and I thought I was great. And my wife showed me quite quickly <laughs> that, you know, I, I only, I only like my own way. I like to do things on my own time. Um, you know, I'm stubborn. Um, I don't like being Pride, corrected. Prideful. I'm prideful. Like, yes. and that was the part that was challenging. And when we have difficulties, I don't even know how to apologize because I'm being so prideful. And it's, those are the things that are, that are, that are the hardest parts. It's, it's actually how you're exposed as opposed to, I'm hoping anyway, as opposed yeah. to your spouse. And I was going to say just quickly, I guess to round up, like as a married person, I think as a person that has been, not even guilty, but been a part of the people that say, oh yeah, it's hard, you know, it's tough, it's difficult. And it, it, and it is difficult, but like not any more difficult than any other relationship that we have. Mm. I think marriage is one of the f few relationships 
probably the only one that's truly like I volunteer to put myself in this position. <laughs> like most of the, like the close relationships we have, obviously family, you can't yeah. you can't choose it. But that's hard. Most people say there are hard parts of being family. We have that relationship with parents, um, siblings, um, siblings etc., cousins, whatever, whatever. Relationships with friends. Again, friends are voluntary, but to, only to an extent. Like you naturally kind of draw close to friends, right? Either through proximity or blah blah blah. So you don't you don't got most people don't go around and say, oh, that's gonna be my friend for life. Like it just happens, right? Uh, so marriage is one a few few relationships where it's like I'm volunteering myself to put myself through this right um, and that's why people can say okay I'm going to opt out <laughs> because you can't opt out of being a son or a daughter or a lot of the time a friend um, you don't opt out but for a marriage like oh I've heard the horror quote unquote horror story so I'm going to opt out from that oh that's too scary um, and that's a fact you wouldn't do that with a lot of other things so like people you ask someone how's work what do most people say oh, it's hard oh, it's hard I'm tired you know but you're not going to then hear that and say Oh, I'm not gonna ever find a job again because, yeah. <laughs> like, or like, so you're not you're not gonna think like that. So no, what I'm saying is, yeah, there are difficulties in marriage, and I don't think I like what you said earlier. I don't think it's intrinsic to the idea of marriage. It's just people, how we relate with people, the difficulties of of life. Um, I think what I think someone told me ages ago that the biggest issues you have in marriage isn't you as a couple. It's the life things that happen and how you deal with life things like could be suffering, it could be buying a house, it could be having children for the first time. Those are what's going to affect any, and you will see how you respond to those things. But it's not marriage at the heart that's the problem, right? Um, so I don't think hearing, even when you do have that conversation with a couple and they're like, oh, it's difficult today. I, w I would not be quick to allow that to put you off or to turn you off the idea of marriage. But I will say married couples should do a better job of talking about the great things about marriage. <laughs> and Because there are so many brands. great things. Yeah, there are so many great things. And I think it's so much easier to just be like, oh, it's difficult. And maybe sometimes it's like, oh, I don't want to glorify it too much. Especially if you're talking to a single person. You don't want to be like, oh my gosh, it's so amazing. And you, and that person's just like, oh, God, I wish it could be me. Like, you, don't <laughs> want to do, you don't want to do that either. But at the same time, yeah, marriage is a blessing. Like, there's so many beautiful things about marriage. It's a voluntary decision to, to enter a marriage. But... What a, what a decision, like, again, in terms of the gospel uh, message of marriage, like, what, what a decision to make. So, yes, it's difficult, of course it's difficult, but what isn't? <laughs> like, what isn't difficult in life? Um, but, yeah, I think married couples probably should do a better job of um, um, talking about the good things as well, not just, uh, oh, my gosh, it's so difficult. Maybe, mm. we should be, maybe we should do a better job at talking about the Christian dating scene and saying it's good as opposed to that. No, sure it's, it's the jungle. <laughs> it's the jungle, yeah. It's I'm the jungle. Sure it's, it's, I remember, it's not if you come to black It's not if you come to I remember, black I remember a long time ago, someone said to me how like when you're dating, the devil is trying to like keep you together. Um, you know, of course, in like in sexual imp impurity. And then when you get married, the devil's trying to like separate you. And I think all the time when I speak to married couples, I'm always thinking, well, like Satan is actually active and wanting to destroy your marriage mm. um and it, it just made, it sobers me up and wanting to pray for married couples even those who are tell me they're having fantastic marriages and i'm so happy for them I'm like yeah still have to keep praying for you guys because yeah because the enemies is after you what were you, what were you saying uh, i don't know but i was just about to say that um even for people that are divorced that are <coughs> separated or just tussling in marriage i think um it's just an encouragement that the lord Obviously, still has a plan for you. Mm. Still with you, he's gonna carry you through everything. He's never gonna leave you, never forsake you. Um, whether you regret things, whether things you made bad choices, whether you made the right choice, they don't turn you around forever. Just, um, yeah, just pray that they're encouraged, really, by God's mysterious plan. But knowing that He's got you and that you still cry out to Him, and maybe other people don't understand, but He does, and He can. 
that yeah he's just he's sufficient for every form of suffering for any type of distress it's still going to be god that we go to you know mm. um but yeah, just Preach it. Preach it. That's the same that the same thing can apply to dating. Like yeah. literally it's a season. Well, you know. Potentially. Yeah, it's, it's potentially <laughs> it's a season. Um and yeah, just by the grace of God you'll get through it. It's not you know don't um you know, don't be distressed or too distressed by it. Mm. Um because potentially it is a season and don't allow your mind to go to like all scarcity mindset. Like, oh, if there's not enough men in church, that means I need to do, you know, unbelievers. No, just, just take your time with it. Trust God um, through the process and have fun as well. Like have fun. outside of. Not too much fun. Uh, yeah. Have fun, but not too much fun. But um, yeah, outside of like, you know, finding a spouse, like have a life. Yeah. Because having a life will actually be quite intrinsic to you finding a spouse. Um, because when you're in those dating contexts and people are asking you questions, but you don't have anything to say in response to their questions, it's because you don't have a life. <laughs> so get a life. <laughs> I've got to have a life when I'm in get, church. Get a life. Don't ultimately. waste your... Huh? Don't waste your singleness. Listen, get a life. Get a life. Don't waste your singleness. I'm in church Monday to Sunday. How can I have a life? No, get a life. Sure. Do some interesting things. Um, yeah, church is interesting. Yeah. You know, put your That's best for Jesus. forward. Look nice. You know, let the road be your runway, and you know, mm, that's a that, word. you know, when 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 the man or the woman does come to you, you have a lot to bring. Mm. Um, you're not just some odd bean. You're an odd bean. Odd bean. That is hilarious. Someone who who is interesting, because ultimately, with dating, you're gonna gravitate towards someone you find interesting. Yeah. If you are not interesting, nobody's going to gravitate towards you. Mm. So I think in this season of dating this season on like you know finding a spouse and looking for like just be interesting find things to do you know get a hobby um find things you're passionate about um and hopefully that should inform like your dating mm. process so your next event is sold out yeah, yeah. but when is the event after that um so so this is the trial with this with this new venue so okay. um i'm hoping that the next event will be in december however mm. okay However, I'm thinking of like doing like a intimate like a pay event, mm. like, a, like, an inti- like a maybe like a dinner, or like, a, you know, like a just so people can chop it up over like good food wow, and so like um, talk about the dating scene, like mm. just throw ideas out there. Um, so I'm thinking of doing that. Um, yeah, so I just need to kind of figure out like what sort of restaurant that I'd like to poach the idea no not poach the idea but like give the idea to um, I was thinking of Chukus so hopefully okay. they're listening <laughs> yeah that'll be a good venue to be fair you want to bankrupt people so I can bankrupt <laughs> you can want to people that is no, hilarious no, 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 no. but Are yeah you... so I'm thinking of putting like putting on something more intimate um, just so we can like throw some ideas around yeah. the table and Sounds see what good. happens Are you still doing matchmaking everyone keeps telling me to do that you know but me I'm tired to be honest, for the you, sh- you said you bring in black, to be bring in black Christians Someone, together. Literally, that's so your tagline. Bring in black Christians so together. People have DM me on my personal um, Insta or Twitter and be like, "Oh, Christine, if you ever, you know, decide to do matchmaking, please like this guy. I wanna, I wanna be one of the people. Oh, and I'm hey. like, okay. Um, and some, I think some other guy has put the idea to me before that yeah, I should do like matchmaking. But I think that's a lot of um, 
It's a lot of work. Yeah. For free as well. They yeah. should pay you at least. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, I'm pay, if I'm being paid, fine. But I think even when you're being paid, I think it's a lot of work because yeah. it's a one-to-one. You have to sit down. You have to find out what they yeah. like, what they don't like. Whereas with Blagger Pay, you Stephen show Love up. is blind. Mm. Yeah. With Blagger Pay, you show up. There are people there. You speak mm. to them. Yeah. Whereas with matchmaking, you are doing a lot of the work. I'll do the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it a couple of times. Yeah. The way I, anyway, what's, I the, you, what's the I'll success rate? What's the success zero. I'm zero for... Three. It's it is, it's very it fun. Is fun. I love fun. I love it's the idea fun. of matchmaking. Yeah, it's very so fun. fun. But, but a guy has yeah. to be interested. Sometimes a guy is so passive and it just yeah, annoys me. Yeah. I'm like, what what's wrong with you? And I've given you like babes. You're like, oh yeah, man, I don't wanna me. don't wanna come this this leave me. And then I realized men will sort themselves out. I often I was like, men will sort themselves out, this leave them. But you know what, what's interesting now is that like when I go to like birthday, birthday parties or whatever, and I and people are like, Oh yeah, how's Blagger Pay? Guys are asking mm. me how's like They're now like, oh, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I think I'll come to the next one. I'm like, oh, that's a change of tune. Mm. Because, you know, I've been begging you. It's because the, the streets. But now, no, streets everyone's very open. Like, all the, the men are like, oh, are cold. you know what? I'm going to come. So I think the streets are cold. I always think if cold. I was single, would I go to, I would, I would go to back because I'm your friend. Yeah. But I'm saying if I wasn't your friend, would I go to back up here if I was single? So. If my if my if my friends were there, <laughs> if yeah, my guys if my guys were there, then but I would what go. I have found though is when I get a guy to come, they're like, yeah, they're definitely gonna come to the next one because mm. they're like, you know what? I felt I thought that it was gonna it's be a good more event. pressured. Yeah, yeah, it's a good event. But when you get there and it's not, you're like, oh, I didn't no, realize yeah, yeah. it was gonna be like this. No, yeah, so, no one's like proposing. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, yeah, no, I recommend yeah, no that. Just... I think it's. I think guys here dating events and they're like, oh. Pressure. Uh, yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. pressure, pressure. But Blagapay is so fun. Like that. That. No. Um, mm. So yeah, definitely come, come through to our next event. Blagapay on Instagram. Send out, give us your socials. I always forget what it is. I think it's Blagapay. <laughs> I think it's Blagapay. I think. I, yeah, it's, I think it actually is Blagapay. Yeah, I've got it in front Twitter, of me. It's Blagapay. Yeah, it's just, oh no, yeah. it's Blagapay UK. Yeah, I was thinking, isn't it UK? It. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's Blagapay UK. On Twitter, it's Blagapay. Our website is, actually don't go on the website, it's Um but yeah, our Instagram is, you know, I try to update it as much as possible now. So yeah, definitely go on our Instagram, um, sign up to our mailing list. Um, yeah, we're just trying to do a lot more than we have in I the love past. It. So, Married um, guys, stop following Blagape. Oh, I follow. Yeah, I follow because so, it's Christine, so though. You know I go what? there to pre, and I'm so like, why am I seeing your whole family? I'm seeing your whole family. No, guys, ma- if you're following by Gap and you're married, and just like, unfollow. Wait, this guy's married. I saw his wedding picture in his. <laughs> I'll be, no, Christine. I'll be preying. I'll be preying the followers. I'm like, oh, this guy married. married. I'm like, stop. I literally want to message. I'm like, it's sync move. Unfollow. Unfollow. But yeah, no, no, no. Um, sign up to our mailing list because that's where like you'll get all the information. Um. Yeah, go on our website and the main list is there. But our Instagram is where we're most active, I think, because cool. that's where I post like the most things. Probably. So yeah, go. Hopefully Instagram. this episode was encouraging for the single and the married person, um, dating, not dating, whatever context you're in. Um, yeah, just pray it was an encouraging episode for you, man. God cares about your your your, your dating life. Love life. He love life. He cares he about does. that. Even if you don't. I was gonna say I don't. Yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. God cares, I don't. <laughs> God cares, I don't. Hilarious. Um, that was episode ten of Black Brio. Christine, thank you so much. Oh no, thank, thank you, you so much. Nice. Zoe, thank you so much. I don't know how long we were talking for, but it was I a minute. A long time. It was a minute. I don't, I'm scared. Yeah. So yeah, let's end it there. Yeah. <laughs> we out. Yeah.